0: Pack-A-Day Podcast.
1: Hello Packer fans, welcome back to the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Appreciate you joining me today. And today we are going to be talking about a couple of the top edge rushers in this year's draft, two players that could absolutely be in play for the Packers in the first round. Can't wait to discuss both of them because there's a lot of nuance to both players and how they play and how they could potentially fit with the Packers. I'm going to be talking about Boye Mafe as well as George Karlaftis. So excited to talk about both. But before we get there, I think we at least have to talk about the fact that this is a major need for Green Bay and and maybe major feels a bit strong uh, because anytime you can line up tomorrow and know that Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary are going to be your two starters, it's not exactly like wide receiver where there's just this glaring hole that you have to fill and you know that you you need a little bit of a makeover at the position. So it's not quite that dire, but after Rashawn Gary and after Preston Smith, there leaves a lot to be desired as to the depth on this edge rusher position. And there's not even that player that you're looking at and saying like, well, maybe if they take this step, like they could be a starter, right? You're just hoping that guys like Tipa Naliyai, um, you know, maybe the returning Randy Ramsey, you know, who like Jonathan Garvin. You're just hoping those guys can be you know, maybe players on special teams, and maybe one of them can develop into a solid like what number four edge rusher. Because you go back to last season when Zadarius Smith was out. You had Preston and Gary, who were your starters. Then for a big portion of the season, you had Whitney Merciless for a little bit, right? And then he got hurt right away. Of course, Zadarius played the first game, the last game, nothing in between. But for the most part, it was Preston. It was Rashawn. And then the next two up, and a lot of times it was like what, Tipa Nali'i, Jonathan Garvin, etc., And what happened, and I'm not exactly sure why Green Bay did it this way, but instead of sort of like alternating them where it was like Gary would be on the field and Tipa would be on the field and then Preston and Garvin or something like that, what happened more often than not is Preston and Gary would be taking their rest together. And all of a sudden, you've got an edge rusher group with Tipa and Garvin on the field, and it's just nowhere near the same. You don't have the pass rushing prowess. You don't have the uh, ability to set the edge in the same way. There was just a major fall off at that position from the starters to the backups. And you always want to be prepared in case some sort of injury happens. And if you're talking about two or three games and Preston or Rashawn are out, you can certainly get by, not a huge deal. But if all of a sudden one of those guys were to go down for an extended period of time or miss the playoffs, again, you're looking at right now, you don't have a starting caliber edge rusher on this team that can just step in and be that guy, which is concerning. So that is a major, you know, a major need for this team is just the depth at the edge rusher position. Again, they don't have anyone on the roster that you're looking to say and be like, all right, if this guy develops, he can be that. I just don't even see that. So again, Green Bay needs to develop more edge rushers. You can never have enough pass rushers. We can say that a million times over and over and it will always ring true. Uh, so there's an opportunity here for Green Bay to continue to develop this position. And that's why I want to take some time today to go over Boye Mafe and George Karlaftis. So let's start with George Karlaftis from the University of Purdue. 6'4", 266, 9.18 RAS score. More on that in just a moment. But the big thing here and the big thing that separates these two edge defenders specifically, Karlaftis is only 21 years old and he just turned 21 years old. So youth is on his side. He should have a long way to go from a developmental standpoint, be able to continue to add size, strength, etc. And just continue to hone his craft as a very young player who, again, has you know has played for three seasons, has made an impact. Uh, the second season, he had some COVID issues and things like that, but has basically made an impact for three years and is now ready to to go to the NFL at age 21 and really start this journey as a professional player. I mentioned the high-end athletic score, short shuttle 76th percentile, 40-yard dash 73rd percentile, um, height 60th percentile, weight 62nd percentile, vertical 96th percentile, and broad jump 87th percentile. Overall, a 91st percentile athlete at the the position, did not do a three cone, did test a little bit below average in the bench press, only putting up 21 reps, not super concerning because if you watch how he plays in college, you don't have any real concerns about his play strength at all. He understands leverage and he knows how to get under pads and he knows how to use that to his advantage. So again, and if anything, as a 21 year old, you know that's basically a mid-level 50th percentile uh, bench presser, like that excites me because I know that he's gonna get the NFL, I know that his body still has the ability to max out more and he's going to again, be able to get more physical as time goes on in the NFL. If anything, that excites me that he was able to put on tape, what he put on tape without even maxing out, um, you know, his ability to put on strength. So a lot of things to be excited about from an athletic standpoint with Karlaftis. um, again, from a stat standpoint, one of the big things that I want to talk to you about is his production what, four and a half sacks last year, two sacks in very limited time in his um, in his sophomore campaign, and then 7.5 sacks as a freshman. You might look at it and be like, you know, this was his last season in college, junior year, 2021, only four and a half sacks. Forget the sacks entirely. Do not worry about it. Don't be concerned about it. He had 54 pressures this past season. He had 55 pressures in 2019. Again, 2020, he was uh, out and missed some time, COVID, those sort of things. So there was a pass rush win rate that was very notable here for Karlaftis, and I think it's worth noting that his 25.4% pass rush win rate was one of the best in college and tied him exactly with Aiden Hutchinson, the player that very well may go number one overall in this draft. So these are two very talented edge rushers, Hutchinson and Karlaftis, but Karlaftis is likely going to go. In probably the teens or early 20s, and maybe, just maybe, be available for Green Bay at that spot. All right, let's run through some of the positives for Karlaftis. First of all, it's his quickness off the line and his overall athleticism. We talked about the, the RAS score and the overall athleticism, but this shows up on tape as well. There will be players who test poorly, but they show up with quickness and speed and they, they know how to win on a football field, right? There will be other players who test You know, just through the roof, but you put on their tape and you're like, are you sure they tested through the roof? Because they certainly don't play fast. Karlaftis lives up to his, you know, his profile, his athletic profile, and he can win with athleticism. And again, that overall quickness and his first step off the line is really good. And he gets himself in a position to succeed because of that. He has great hands as well. They're still developing a little bit, but you can see him get up on the line, have that quick first step, start attacking the offensive tackle, then use those hands to his advantage. And now everything's at his disposal. And one of my favorite aspects of his game is his ability to blend what I would call like physicality and finesse. So many players, especially in college, are either a physical player or they're a finesse player. And they struggle to be both like you, they always have to be almost just like one or the other. Like usually coming out of college, you have a edge rusher who is just pure strength and power and physicality, or you've got an edge rusher that just wants to speed around the edge, speed around the edge, speed around the edge, right? I think Rashawn Gary actually shows, uh, you know, as an example of a player who had a pretty good mix, you know, shows off some finesse, wants to use that speed rush, get around the edge, but also has the heavy hands, the ability to get under pads, pass, you know, and bull rush through an offensive tackle. I really like Karlaftis' ability to play with a blend of both speed, power, finesse, strength, all of it. He has nuance to his game, which is, again, one of my favorite aspects out of him. And then a lot of times too, you'll see these edge rushers who have this high-end athletic profile or know how to technically get to the quarterback, but they don't have the motor. They don't have the effort. They don't have the energy. And that's not an issue with Karlaftis. He has high energy, high effort, high IQ, high awareness. He checks those intangible boxes that you really want to see, again, especially out of a player who has production is from a, a pass rush win rate standpoint, from a pressure standpoint, who's got the athletic profile, who's still only 21 years old. You can start seeing exactly why scouts are enamored with a player like Karlaftis and what he could potentially be at the NFL level also like his pass rush plan again you're not seeing many 21 year olds at the college level who are starting to put together a legitimate pass rush plan and the fact that he has multiple ways that he can beat you again speed power strength converting speed to power going through you going around you like you know he can start winning with his hands. He will throw a spin move out there. He will throw a jab. He will win in a variety of different ways. And again, the the fact that he can do that at age twenty, just turned twenty one, doing it at age twenty in college, just shows, you know, goes to show you how advanced he is in his skill set as a pass rusher. And that should only continue to get better as he becomes a professional at the NFL level. Also, love the fact that he doesn't really come off the field. You watch him and how he plays, like, you're not seeing him come out for breathers. You're not, like, he wants to be out on the field. He wants to be competing. And in games where they're competitive, he is staying in there and not missing many snaps. Love the fact that he can work through the offensive tackle. Uh, There are times, I think Rashawn Gary is another great example of this. Rashawn Gary at times gets a little, uh, you know, speed rush happy. And I. I've I've talked to multiple people about this in the past. I've talked to Ben Fennel and and Fennel, and I have both brought this up in the past. Like Rashawn Gary is at his best when he is going through offensive tackles and using that speed to power and getting under players' pads and forklifting them and bringing them into the quarterback. And I love the fact that Karlaftis is the type of player that has that within his disposal. And again, you will see him use a speed rush from time to time, but it's more of like a counter to what he generally tends to do. I put him, If I mentioned earlier, he has the, the strength, the physicality, but also the speed and the finesse. He is a strength and power rusher and player at heart who will use finesse every once in a while uh, to his advantage, but he is a power player who has the ability to set the edge, get to the quarterback using again whether it's speed of power getting his hands under player's pads and using that leverage he can do it all it's it's not consistent quite yet there's still a ways to go until he gets to the point where he can do it a little bit more consistently but all the all the ingredients are there for him to be a very successful NFL player next up and one of the things that I really look for with edge rushers is the fact that he is a team defender this is something that over the last couple seasons and I know I I mean in very limited time last year. But in the last couple seasons in total, Zadarius Smith got away from this a little bit. In his first year in Green Bay, he was everything. He did everything. He defended. He played high level of effort on every play. He played as a team defender in 2020 and then in limited snaps in 2021, you started to see him play a little bit more hero ball, not always play team defense. Karlaftis plays team defense. If he needs to set the edge, he will set the edge. If he needs to be patient, he will be patient. If he needs to get after the quarterback, he'll get after the quarterback. He can play outside. He can play a little bit inside. You can play standing up, hand in the ground, whatever you ask him to do, he's going to do. If he's the setup guy on a twist or a stunt, he will be the setup guy. Like. He's not a greedy player. He's not a selfish player. He's playing within the scheme of the defense and still making plays and getting pressure without having to go outside the confines of the defense, try to maybe shoot a gap when he's supposed to actually set the edge. Like you just don't see that. He's unselfish and he's a very good team defender. As I mentioned, he understands leverage and knows how to get under players' pads. His hand placement is really one of the best. Um, When we talk about hands, right? There's a variety of different things. So one, fast hands, right? Two is violent hands, and then three is hand accuracy or hand placement. He's getting there with the violence in his hands. I think that's something that he can continue to continue to use to his advantage as he gets a little bit stronger over time. Um, I think the speed of his hands is good, but I think, again, he can continue to work on that. But the placement of his hands and how he gets under pads is really, really good, and you see him use that to his advantage on multiple occasions. He is quickly becoming a technician at the position. As I mentioned, he has some versatility, can play some outside, can play some inside. I don't think he's quite to the point yet where, you know, you can play him inside on early downs, uh, but on obvious pass rush situations, yeah, you can put him over a guard. And again, that quick first step, the hand usage, he's going to have the ability to win inside on passing downs as well. He's a fantastic fit for this Joe Barry defense. Again, we know that Green Bay likes those bigger, more physical edge rushers on the outside. They're not looking for those Harold Landrys who are just speed, 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 bending around the edge. That's not what they want. They want a little bit more power. They wanna be able to collapse pockets. They wanna be able to set edges. And Karlaftis can do all of that and he fits very well within Green Bay's scheme. And before I forget, you're talking about a player who fits within the scheme, who hits their age profile, who hits their athletic profile. Like if Karlaftis is there at twenty two, about the only thing, and we'll get to more of this and more in just a moment, Well, the only thing that's missing is the arm length. That is something that Green Bay likes. They like the the longer arm players who have um again the ability to you know kind of keep those offensive tackles off of them. That's the one thing Green Bay is gonna have to sort of answer if, if they're okay with that. Other than that, he fits their profile to a T. Do not be shocked if he's there at pick twenty two, if this is a pick for for Green Bay. Um, love his awareness, love his instincts. And uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, does not come off the field as well. So a lot of things to like with positives for Karlaftis. There are some negatives. There's not a ton. And what I would say here is a lot of the the negatives that you could like nitpick, I've seen him turn into positives in different times. It's just consistency, right? But that's what you would expect from a 21-year-old pass rusher who's already generating crazy pressure um, and is... is nuanced as a edge rusher and pass rusher. So, um, I think there's consistency where he can get better on things, but a couple main things that stand out from weaknesses, his length is a major issue. And again, I talked about his arm size he struggles uh, with his length and being able to get his arms on opposing offensive tackles, but he really struggles when opposing offensive tackles have really good length and they can keep him at bay and he doesn't have necessarily the ability to then get his hands underneath them. Like, there's just a disadvantage that he's playing with there. And it's by far and away his biggest weakness. And it's by far and away the thing that he's going to have to overcome at the NFL level. Everything else I really like, But that lack of length is going to be something that he's going to have to work around. Because again, in an ideal world, you've got that long arm. You can get immediately get your hands in on the offensive tackle and start controlling that battle. Without that, and especially against length, go watch the Ohio State tape. Um, It's going to be something that he struggles with. He struggled with it in that game. And it's going to be something that he's just frankly going to have to overcome in the NFL.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And then the other thing is, there were times in games where you would sort of lose track of him for stretches, and that's not sort of totally uncommon and again when you're especially if you're playing good team defense there's going to be times where you sort of quote unquote disappear for a hot second uh, but with Karlaftis there were times where he would you know you would go through quarters of games and just not even really realize it or you know not mention his name much and then of course there would be the flash plays here and there and that's where I go back to consistency would love to see just a little bit more you know consistency out of him in his overall game And then the other thing I would say is, I think there is some concern, at least from my standpoint, that maybe he ends up being this really good team defender. But maybe never ends up quite being great. Um, I don't think there's a limit to his ceiling. I think that you know he can get to any point that he wants to get to. But just watching some of his tape, and as I mentioned, some of the stretches where it left a little bit to you know left to be desired as a run defender. You know he's more of like just kind of staying in his lane and sort of making the play at the line of scrimmage rather than going and making a play in the backfield. There's just some times where you'd like to see him do a little bit more. When I think of players, and and again, these are very early players in drafts, I get that, but like Jadavian Clowney, Chase Young, like you were aware of them at all times in games. I didn't get that feel from Karlaftis. He was never, you never looked at him and be like, man, he is just screwing something up or he's making mistakes or like he's getting beat. That's not the case, but you would have just liked to see him make a little bit more impact from time to time. I think all of the ability is there, and I think that's going to get better in the NFL. I also think him just having better teammates is going to set himself up more as well, like more talented teammates. Um, A lot of times players next to him would get beat, and they just, whatever. But like... Um, So I do think he has the ability to be better at the NFL level, Um, but I do think there is the potential that he could reach a level where he's a really good defender, but I do question if he ever really reaches that upper echelon of player, which if you're spending a first round pick, especially top 20-ish, top 25 pick, you're hoping to get somebody who could be a long-term impact player. And I do think that's a question that he'll ultimately have to answer. Uh, Let's move over to Boye Mafé, redshirt senior, again, edge rusher, 6'4", 261, 99th percentile athlete per the relative athletic scores. However, as I mentioned earlier, one of the big differentiators uh, between these two players is the fact that he turns 24 in November. So Karlaftis just turned 21. Mafé will turn 24 during this season. So, a, not quite a three year difference, about a, you know, more like a two and a half year difference, but still a major difference, which leads you to believe that Mafe should be a little bit more polished, that he should be um, a little bit more developed in his body and things like that. Whereas Karlaftis is going to have significantly longer to go because you would think that, you know, two and a half years from now, if Karlaftis is already doing the things that he's doing in two and a half years, you're going to think that he's exponentially probably better than what he is now with Mafe. Like he's already in sort of that peak season is wrong, but like he's getting into that age where the, the development just isn't going to be quite as much. As I mentioned, 99th percentile athlete, 99th percentile 40 yard dash, 98th percentile 10 yard split, 60th percentile height, 50th percentile weight, 96th percentile vert, 95th percentile broad jump. Did not bench press, did not short shuttle, did not three cone. So, uh, but no concerns. His play strength is good. His agility is good. I I don't have any real um, concerns about what those scores would be. I don't think he was going to test terrible in those by any means. Still a very fluid, very incredible athlete, which we'll get to more in just a moment. At his best season this past year, you saw consistent. Um, and a, a consistent increase in production, 2018, he had a half sack, 2019, he had three sacks, 2020, he had four and a half sacks, 2021, he had seven sacks. So continued to, to you know generate pressure and get sacks in the right direction as his career went on. He had 40 pressures this past season, and he had 80 pressures in his career with only 541 total pass rush snaps per pro football focus. So let's get into some of the positives with Mafe. The first one I wanna say is stop the tape, all right? We're always gonna trust the tape first. That's always the first and foremost thing that we're gonna go to is how did he perform on tape? But sometimes you need to just stop the tape. Go watch his workout at the combine and tell me you don't want that player on your team. Sometimes, and I get like, you can't just do it this way, but sometimes you just wanna go and line up all the players on the fence like you're out at recess and say, all right, which one of those guys do you want on your team? and when you're watching him in you know run his run through his drills and how fluid and agile and athletic and just the physical specimen that he is like that's a, that's one of the guys that if he's lined up on the fence at recess you're taking him with your first pick right he just looks every bit the part and this is like we talk like sometimes about this like Yash Naiman looks the part right like that's the guy that you like first one off the bus and that like if you're looking at it that doesn't necessarily mean it translates into being a great player but He has all the physical traits that you would want. He has the fluidity. He has the explosiveness. He has like, again, he's checking all the boxes and you go and watch his workout and you're like, man, like that guy has it. And you want that on your team. He has great athleticism, great speed. You you watch, you know, Carl Laftis, we just talked about uh, having that great first step, I mean, Mafia even has a better first step, his explosion off the line and his ability to use speed to get around the corner and get to the quarterback is a very special trait and he uses it very well. And he also sets it up. So he will use speed, 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 and then he'll use um, basic, like, like basically like a crossover or like a jab step to get inside, but it's a really aggressive one and one that works really well. Um, I remember when I scouted Anthony Barr coming out of UCLA, I was so frustrated. I think this is honestly like why he didn't end up being an edge rusher, why he ended up being an off-ball linebacker. But he played edge rusher at UCLA and you watched him and it was speed rush off the edge, 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 just one after the other. And I'm just watching this tape and I'm just begging him. I'm like, just put a spin move or a, you know, a jab step or something where you cut inside just to keep him off balance. And he goes down, I remember he got hurt for like a series or two, and the guy who came in to replace him, I don't know who it was, but the guy who comes in to replace him, on the very first play, fakes a spin move, cuts inside and goes inside, I don't know if he got a sack or a pressure or what it was, but beat the guy clean, because Anthony freaking Barr was just doing speed rush over and over, I think the offensive tackle just got bored and went on autopilot, the backup came in, did a counter inside and you know beat him clean, Uh, but I was waiting for Barr to do something different. He never did, not the issue with Mafe. You will see him change it up, move inside, run a counter, and that sets himself up. So it's not just speed rush after speed rush after speed rush, which gets, it's like we talked about the other day with like a a pitcher just throwing a fastball over and over. Yeah, you could have a hundred mile per hour fastball, but if you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over, eventually the guy on the other side is going to catch up to you. That's what offensive tackles can do. If you're just doing the same thing, he started to vary that more. And that's, what's made him successful still with those, those, um, you know, speed rushes. And his level of suddenness is what I would say as well. It's not just a quick first step, but he is so sudden and on you so quickly. And that's where those physical traits really come to be. And as an offensive tackle, you're just getting out of your stance and all of a sudden Mafe's on you. And it's just like, good freaking luck. You better be able to get out of your stance quickly. You better be able to have good footwork to get out there and uh, start blocking him. Because if you don't, or if you're panicked, or if you're just not ready, um, you're going to be in for a very long day against Mafe. Next, I will say is his closing speed and his finishing ability. Uh, He finishes really well around the quarterback. Um, He doesn't have length either, but if you were watching him, you would think that he had better length because he, he just uses his arms and his overall body better than what he actually tests out at and measures out at. Uh, but his ability to, to to finish is is something special. Like you will see him tracking down quarterbacks through the course of the field and you can see like quarterbacks like it's like the Jurassic Park with the you know the T-Rex behind you chasing the car right you're just kind of looking back like and you you can see the level of panic from quarterbacks as you see this guy you know coming across and trying to chase them down and again he has the ability to finish and that great closing speed is a huge portion of that as i mentioned he's got a stutter step he has a crossover he has a variety of different moves that he uses but he doesn't like he doesn't hit the consistency with them yet I don't think this is the case. I, I'm just sort of like uh, what it looks like, you know, me trying to give an illustration here, but it almost looks like his coach gave him like, here's what move you're going to use today a couple times. Like, here's how you do it. Um, and it's like, he didn't even master it yet or really like get to use it. He just kind of like saw it and like tried to replicate it. And it still worked. Like, I'm not saying that that's what it was, but it would almost be like, he was just going to like, I'm going to try this new move. And then he could like figure it out, but you never saw him like, pile it on consistently. You never saw him really develop this pass rush plan, but you saw him use all these different moves at different times, but he's still becoming a technician and really figuring out how to use all those moves at the right time, how to use them at his disposal. You saw flashes of it. Now it's just, again, putting that whole puzzle together and putting together a pass rush plan. Uh, He really came on as a run defender early in his career, just wasn't quite there, Uh, but you started to see him really get more physical at the point of attack, and teams used to be able to run at him. Now he's starting to make plays, hold up at the point of attack. That would have been a major question mark, but he answered that to me this past season with how he became uh, a much better run defender. You can see the light bulb coming on for Mafe. He's not a technician yet, which we'll get to more in just a moment, but the light bulb's coming on, and you can see him starting to play a little bit more loose. You can see him starting to put everything together. And when he just starts playing and not thinking and letting those athletic traits really come out, then look the heck out. Now, again, the issue here is he's almost going to be 24 You know, this season. So you would ideally like to see more polish, more technique, all of those things already come together rather than still needing work. But you started to see it Begin to come together. Go and watch uh, his Senior Bowl practices, and again, you could really see um, that he had, he really like developed even over the you know, from the end of the season even into Senior Bowl practices. Like the light bulb is coming on, and if it gets all the way there, you know it's like the Matrix, right? Where like you know the Oracle tells Neo, "You're the one," just don't know what you're waiting for. Like I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what he's waiting for yet. But when that light bulb comes on and he realizes he's the one. Um, there may not be any stopping him, which is again, the exciting part of his potential upside. Again, just like Karlaftis, high effort, high energy player. Motor doesn't stop, gets around the edge. will keep working all the way across the field. I mentioned the the T-Rex analogy, like he will chase down quarterbacks and is not afraid to do so, is not afraid to put the energy and effort in to, to chase players down throughout the side of the field, the other side of the field, if he needs to do that. And then the other thing that really impressed me as well is he does display patience with needed. So many times you get these speed rushers off the edge and they just want to get that quick first step in around the edge. He will play with patience. He will keep quarterbacks in the pocket. And then, you know, once they start to scramble around, he will go and, and run them down and chase them down. So um, a lot of times, again, with those th- with this specific type of rusher that Mafia is, you will not see that level of patience, but he has it. And again, will play within the realm of the defense as needed as well. As far as negatives, technique still needs a lot of work. He's still trying to work to put everything together, working on that pass rush plan and just loosening up and not thinking as much. Again, when he just lets go and understands everything and knows how to put a plan together, there's a chance that he just gets it and then it's lights out. Game over. He's going to be a dominant player at this level, but The fact, again, that he's almost 24, doesn't have the technique down, still has a ways to go, is a little bit concerning, also has very short arms, which again, we talked about it with Karlaftis, is going to be an issue that he's going to have to overcome through the entirety of his career. He can't grow longer arms, unfortunately. As I mentioned, he's still raw and you would like to see a little bit more development for a player at his age. And you don't always see the instincts as well. Just football IQ and awareness is something that he's going to have to continue to work on as he gets more reps and more snaps. I think that's going to come naturally. But I I love the risk reward here. I don't I don't think he's going to bust. You know, I don't think he's that type of player. But the reward is very very high for Mafe. Uh, but there is the level of risk that again, you're already getting a player that's a little bit up there in age from a draft standpoint, not fully put together yet. And all of a sudden it just doesn't come together. His ceiling becomes very limited very fast. So I think there's definitely some risk reward here. I would love, love, love his change of pace and what he could bring to the table. I know some people have, you know, kind of compared him to Rashawn Gary. I think he's a little bit more finesse and speed rush than, than what Gary is. I think Gary uses a little bit more power, but to have Gary and Preston kind of continue to, to bull rush and work through offensive tackles and then have Mafe potentially come in and be this speed guy off the edge, I love the change of pace. Green Bay hasn't seemed to want to do that too much. Now, again, Mafe can be a physical player as well. So I don't think he's like off their board. I think he still very much fits what they like to do. But I do think Karlaftis is probably a bit more of a fit from an age standpoint, from how they play defense, scheme fit, everything like that. Both these guys, you know, I think Maffei's there. I, I, if I had to guess today, I think I think there's a chance he could be there for both of Green Bay's picks, but he's certainly there at 22. Karlaftis is a bit more interesting. I think there's a better chance that he's gone, you know, maybe in that 12 to 16, 12 to 18 range. Uh, but again, Green Bay could move up or you never know, right? A player could fall a little bit and Green Bay could certainly take advantage of that. That is going to do it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me. I always appreciate it. I'll be right back here tomorrow with an all new episode. Um, for the, those of you listening on the audio podcast, well, of course, uh, have a great episode lined up for you tomorrow as well. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. But until next time, and as always, Go Pack Go!